Hey everybody, it's Kyle. As you can hear, I am once more recording from my car. Uh, it's just been a crazy uh, three weeks to a month, actually, this has been going on. But uh, I appreciate you guys, you know, sticking by me and sticking with me through all this. So, I um, thought I was going to be able to record over the last couple of nights at home, but just have not had time. It's just been really hectic. Uh, the good news is the wife got that cast off and all that, um, so she's been able to get some good nights of sleep the last couple nights without that big clunky cast on her leg, which is awesome. Uh, and then the other giant news is the impeachment. No, just kidding. It's not even a thing. Uh, the other giant news is that the Kansas City Chiefs are Super Bowl champions once again. Uh, 50 years after the last time they were at the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl. And only the third Super Bowl they've ever been to, including the first one, the fourth one, and then now the 54th one. So, pretty crazy. Uh, I don't know if you caught that game. I'm sure you did. Um, most people watch the Super Bowl, whether or not they live in the area where the team's from. Uh, so, I'm sure you caught it. It was amazing. And... I think it's a valuable lesson also to all sports teams out there, uh, not just about messing with Kansas City teams, because I don't know if you guys remember, but in 2015, when we played the Mets in the World Series, their pitcher threw a big-ass deal and kind of yelled at his manager and everything to go back out there on the field and continue pitching. When his manager was ready to pull him, they had the game won, and the dude threw a fit. Got to go back out there on the mound and proceeded to lose that game and the World Series. And the Kansas City Royals came back and won it five years ago. So something very similar happened with the Chiefs. 49ers uh, pulled off a pretty sweet defensive play and were clowning around in the end zone, taking uh, posing for pictures and shit like that. And then just about... Nine minutes later, they had their heads hung and were crying. <laughs> so, pretty funny shit. Don't fucking celebrate too early. I don't. It's a big lesson to the kids, too. Don't celebrate too early, guys. You never know what's going to happen. Seriously. Uh, you, you let your guard down, and that could be it. So, pretty amazing stuff. Fun win. Fun game. Fun team. Great leader. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is amazing. Andy Reid is amazing. I think we're going to be back, guys, so keep your eyes open. Watch them Chiefs, okay? Uh, on That being said, I, there is no way on planet Earth I would go to that parade today. <laughs> Number one, it's 27 degrees outside. Um, but number two, it's a different breed that are Chiefs fans. And I, I'm not being negative, but I'm just saying, a little bit crazier situation and crowd, uh, just not – something I, I I don't even go to Camaro Head for the games. Yes, I did call it Camaro Head. Uh, I don't go there for the games because the crowds are ridiculous, man. Uh, it, it's literally full of guys who want to fight and cuss and shit the whole entire time. And I mean, I cuss and stuff, but I don't cuss in front of little kids. And I don't act like an asshole in front of little kids and get drunk off bush light in front of little kids. Uh, and that's kind of the crowd you're looking at at Camaro Head. So... You guys have fun at that parade. I hope you have a great time. I'm sure it's going to be fun and awesome. 
I'll be at work and I'll probably step out and check it out on TV when it's happening. <laughs> It'll be nice and warm. Besides, I got this project to work on. I really don't have the time right now. All right, so on to things that are bugging me. Uh, you know, I, I got a few things that are bugging me, but I'm going to go ahead and start with w- one that I was thinking about yesterday. And uh, I've been listening to this new podcast. It's called Chasing Cosby, about Bill Cosby and about everything that went down with him. And uh, if you're still a Cosby supporter and a defender, you really should hear the audio recordings of him trying to bribe the parents of women that he drugged and raped and assaulted with things like college tuition because those recordings exist that man did these things and he did them over a period of decades and it's horrifying uh he he was secretly i mean i watched the cosby show man i i think i thought bill cosby's hilarious you know i've i've watched bill cosby himself a thousand times and and enjoyed that stand-up and uh, I watch Fat Albert. I, I, I've always loved Bill Cosby, but behind everything else, he was a monster, guys. He's a monster. And uh, that gets to the subject of what I want to talk about. And that is, what are we doing to our women in this society? What exactly is it that we are doing to women? I don't understand how we're taking... of the population and treating them kind of like shit. You know? Except for Hallmark holidays like Valentine's Day. And yes, I know St. Valentine was real. Blah, 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 blah. Doesn't matter. The point is, is that we find it in our hearts a couple times a year to honor women. And outside of that, fuck them. Maybe you don't feel that way personally. I mean, I know I don't feel that way personally. I was raised by a woman. My father died when I was just 11. And my mom did her best to raise me. And she did a damn good job. She she went out of her way and worked real hard and did extra things to get me where I needed to be so that I was able to even go to college and graduate eventually. So uh, I know about strong women. I know my wife who... Uh, raised her daughter by herself from two from when her daughter was two years old on up uh, until I came along right around 14 years old for her and those are hard years man between between two and 14 or formative years and a lot goes into that and I know that my wife worked tirelessly I know she sold plasma to get money for formula for her baby I mean that that's that's something a lot of guys wouldn't be able to pull off. I mean, there's some guys, of course, who would. But women are strong. And women are the basis of our society. And uh, I got to tell you, when I when I hear about how all these women that Cosby attacked and, and did these things to were just ignored and treated like shit, of course, since they're coming out and saying that, uh, that he had sexual relations with them when they were passed out, of course they're going to come up with the questions of, well, what were you wearing? You know, why were you in his room? What about these text messages you sent? What about these phone calls you made? You know, all that shit. And they're so demeaning towards these women who've been through something horrible. Um, 
you know, there's a there's a lot of creepy dudes out there in the world, and uh, they're doing a lot of creepy things. Uh, not always to women either, but but that seems to be a, a kind of a mainstay and an accepted thing, and I do not accept it. I think it's horrible. I uh, I haven't always been the best guy, and I haven't always been the best, you know, boyfriend or whatever. I've always been the best husband. I don't cheat um, in that respect. But when I was younger and I had girlfriends, I did cheat, absolutely. And uh, I regret it because it's not cool, man. And uh, the other thing is I, I haven't always been the best on the back end of things. Been out partying all night, drinking, hanging out, uh, a woman hanging out, you know, that you guys are kind of getting along or whatever, and go home. Uh, I've never had sex with somebody that's passed out. But I've definitely fooled around with someone when we're both smashed and really don't know what we're doing. And I, for that, I am sorry. And I apologize. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take the blame for it completely. I mean, maybe she was worse off than I was. and So I, I'm sorry. Um, there's no excuse for that behavior. And that, that's something I'm trying to instill in my son and in my daughter so that she understands that's unacceptable. And I want them both to know no means no on any side of anything. I don't care if it's men, women, whoever. It makes no difference. No means no. So, yeah, zero questions there. Um, But to hear the way that these women are treated and to hear just in general how we treat women, how we pay them less in the workplace and how we're pretty demeaning to women. And, I, you know, again, I think it's, comes back to the fact that we don't truly understand sometimes and uh, just like we don't understand other things you know different religions different cultures uh, different sexualities you know different age groups when we don't understand something or when it's different from something that's mainstream in our eyes uh, we can be pretty negative towards it and I think that women go through a lot more things than we'll ever understand they're a lot stronger than we'll ever understand and so I think we get scared of it. And, uh, you know, take, for instance, the whole joke about periods, right? Like, I mean, there's that running joke out there where uh, men are scared of having to go buy tampons or pads at the store. What the fuck, man? I, I don't understand that. I've never experienced that or felt that way at all. It's like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm buying these. So what? Fuck you. Bring them up. I'm buying them next, you know, I, I don't get that whole, oh, you know, you know where they put these, you know what this is for, oh, fuck that shit, dude, if you're acting like that way, you're a child and an imbecile, get over yourself, because I'll tell you this, dude, if men had periods, there'd be a shorter work week and a shorter work month, guarantee it, <laughs> guarantee it. We'd be crying and pissing and moaning for days about it. There'd be holidays over it, man. So I, I don't, I, I don't subscribe to that sort of behavior and activity. And I think it's stupid. It's another thing that's demeaning towards women. And I just think our society's so demeaning towards women in general that I just won't be a part of it. So that's my beef. Uh, if you're out there, try to be a better man. And uh, 
you know, I know I got my one buddy uh, who's got a couple girls, and I know he's not that way because you can't be. If you have three women live in the house with you, you have changed, and that's good, man, because we all need to adapt and change. You know, part of growing older and growing smarter is learning new things and adapting and changing. And uh, growing to understand women for me has been a positive thing in my life and I would never take it back. Uh, So you'll excuse me if I call bullshit on all that stuff. And if you won't excuse me, fuck off. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and go to the break and we'll be back with some things that I like in just a moment. Hey, Kyle. Okay, everybody, and we're back. All right, things that I am into right now. Uh, a lot of the same stuff, you know. We're we're going through the uh, the toast of London episodes again and watching all those. Really digging those. Uh, we've got back into our mainstream family shows we all watch together, which would be American Housewife, uh, Bless This Mess, and then even Brooklyn Nine Nine. We're still catching up on the last season of that one, but those are shows that we all enjoy together um, as a family. And other than that, I mean, not a lot. I started watching a great uh, docu-series last night on Netflix called Pandemic. Now, I will tell you, it's one of the scariest shows I've ever seen. And that's because the pandemic is going to happen again. It's just, it's not if, it's when. And how fast we can try and control it. Uh, The last one that happened was in 1918, right around the end of the uh, First World War. And they estimate up to 150 million people died uh, from the H1N1 virus, uh, the swine flu, you've heard. Um, So at that point, I think there was 1.7 billion people on planet Earth. Well, guess what, guys? Now there's like 7.8 billion people on planet Earth. And we can fly. And flying is a mainstream form of travel. So things spread really quickly. The coronavirus going on right now, uh, as you've seen, has grown pretty quickly. Um, I don't think it's as dangerous according to what I've been told about viruses and flus and epidemics and pandemics. Um, I don't think it's as dangerous as like H1N1 um, or the flus that I'm talking about, but it's still kind of scary to see how quickly it's, it's moved across our globe. Um, but anyway, that's an amazing show. It's, it's again, it's not going to make you happy. You're not going to be jumping up and down with shooting sparks out of your ass after you watch it because it's kind of a bummer. Uh, but it's also good to be educated about these things and to understand these things a little better. And that's why I'm watching it. I, I enjoy watching that kind of stuff and learning more. I love to learn. Um, let's see. And I can't really think. Oh, we went... Yeah, I was able to get away with the wife uh, last Saturday. Kids had Merit Badge Academy for BSA. And the wife and I were able to get away and see The Gentleman. Uh, that's the new Guy Ritchie film with Matthew McConaughey and Hugh Grant. And ah, there's a bunch of people in it. It's great. If you haven't seen it, I'd recommend it. Uh, definitely Guy Ritchie is kind of getting back to what he did so well with like Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels and uh, Snatch, and some of those other movies that he had back in the day, those kind of crime caper drama craziness films that he was so good at. 
And so it's good to see him get back to his original form and see what he's up to. Uh, and this movie's no exception. It's a lot of fun. If you get a chance, check it out. Uh, you could probably wait for it on video, though. I don't think it's one you really have to see on the big screen. So, I, I also picked up a Blu-ray copy. I, I couldn't help myself. I picked up a Blu-ray copy of um, Parasite. I love that film so much. So now I have uh, that and I have The Lighthouse from last year, which are my two favorite films from last year. So that's pretty entertaining. Cannot wait to uh, watch Parasite again. And I really need to sit down and watch the interview with the director. I'm very curious what he has to say about this masterpiece that he's created. Uh, let's see, music. Um, you know, the, uh, lots of different things. I, I've found a few records recently that are pretty interesting. I did pick up Asia Alpha uh, for my son. He has been into uh, a lot of Yes, and he's always kind of liked 80s music, and it's pretty hard to get more 80s than Asia. Um, and really specifically that record in general with Heat of the Moment and The Smile Has Left Your Eyes. I think Only Time Will Tell. I don't remember. But those songs are all pretty good, and they're very 80s, and it's kind of a progressive pop rock album, and I, I think he'll dig that. So he said he's listened to it a few times and he likes it. So uh, I also picked up uh, George Harrison record. I really love George Harrison. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, but he is my favorite Beatle for sure, which is interesting because John Lennon uh, is my mother's favorite Beatle, and John Lennon, coincidentally, uh, was shot and killed the same day my father died, exactly the same day, not same day of the year, same day, period. Uh, pretty tragic day in the history of my family, but uh, it was pretty hard after everything that had happened that day for us to turn on the news and then my mom saw John Lennon was shot and killed. Anyway, my mom's a huge Beatles fan and just can't get enough of them. So uh, her favorite is John Lennon. She likes Paul McCartney too. I don't know if anybody likes Ringo. I'm just kidding. Ringo's great. Um, but George Harrison is my favorite. I, I really like his story. I like uh, so many things about him. I love his, his solo work. And uh, if you've never seen the video at his tribute concert after he passed away, where Prince plays the solo for While My Guitar Gently Weeps, you have got to watch that video. I'm going to find it, and I'm going to put a link to it in the notes here because it is amazing. You'll see a guy standing behind. It's like Tom Petty, Eric Clapton. I don't remember who else. They're on stage playing this song, and, and Tom Petty's singing, and you see George Harrison's son. He looks just like George. And he starts smiling because he sees it. He sees Prince getting ready. It's kind of a Prince is revealed at the end when he starts playing the solo, and Prince comes out and plays that solo. And holy shit! The rumors where someone asked Eric Clapton, "Who's how's it feel to be the greatest guitar player in the world?" and he said, "I don't know." Ask Prince. I don't think. I'm pretty sure those aren't rumors. You just have to see it, man. Prince was truly one of the greatest and most talented musicians of our time. Uh, and I, I still tear up a little bit when I think about him being gone because he, he did more for music in our world than most people ever dream of. So pretty interesting. But yeah, I'll put the link to that, to that video, that YouTube video in here 
you're going to be floored if you like that kind of thing. Um, and other than that, you know, not a lot. Again, I'm reading those Hill House books uh, by DC. They're ones with Joe Hill King. Uh, work with different authors and artists and stuff to put out this series of kind of horror comics and reading those still. They're pretty interesting. But not much else than that, guys. I, I don't have a lot for you. I will have a little bit more. Um, oh, I've been listening to Chinese Man. That's that's the thing. Chinese Man Records. No, it's not racist. That's the actual name of this artist who makes these pretty wild uh, mix-up albums. And uh, I actually have one coming from France. Can't, couldn't find it in the U.S. really. And uh, I think there's like five volumes of these. Uh, I'll put a link to some of that stuff in, in the notes too. I really dig it. I like it a lot. It's kind of a hip-hop house music type of mix, but it, it's pretty great. Of course, I heard it on Vinyl Junkies podcast. I mean, that goes without saying, right? I mean, Vinyl Junkies is amazing. So links to them in here too and their Patreon if you'd like to help support them. Um, I guess I should say support us because I am part of Vinyl Junkies as well. Uh, filthy 50! Uh, that's it, guys. Not much else to say. Not much else to talk about. Uh, I will come back to you next week. I guess this is episode 47. Wow. Coming up on that 50 pretty soon. Uh, so stay tuned. There will be some fun stuff there. Uh, probably going to be doing another giveaway here soon too. So get out there and write a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts for this podcast, please write a review, send me uh, a link or a screen capture or whatever of your review. Um, pretty easy, dadsnark at gmail.com. Uh, send me that and I'll get you entered for a drawing to win a smartwatch. Uh, not the smartest smartwatch. It's not an Apple watch, so don't be stupid and ask me that. Uh, it's not even a Samsung watch. It's actually made by a company called UmiDigi. Um, they are a Chinese company that is doing some pretty amazing things, really. Uh, very reasonable smartphones that they put out. My kids both have UmiDigis. Um, Full-featured Android phones that uh, are very cheap. I want to say their phones are like less than $100 each. Uh, and that's unlocked. <laughs> so... Uh, beats my Samsung that I had to buy last week. Oh, I didn't talk about that. I will talk about that in the next episode. Uh, that will be my things that are bugging me piece. But uh, anyway, it's a great smartwatch. It doesn't, you're not going to take phone calls on it, but it will give you notifications and stuff like that. Um, you can, it does, it does have a heart rate monitor. Uh, it does have some workout type stuff and some gym stuff on it. It's a great watch. It's waterproof, water resistant or whatever, up to like 50 meters, I think. But it's a great smart watch. It's nice looking. It looks like a good, sporty, heavy-duty watch. Um, and I want to say it's like, I don't know, 60, 70 bucks. Uh, I reviewed it and was given it for free. I don't need it. I have a Garmin. I have a, a Misfit. I have a bunch of smart watches. A Samsung. I don't need another one. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Go out now, write a review, post it on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts, and send me a link to that or an image of that, and I will get you entered to win that. I'm going to do this over the next few episodes, and then I will announce, uh, probably on that 50th episode, who wins the smartwatch, and I'll send that to you. 
Uh, that's it, guys. I have nothing else for real this time. For realsies. Uh, until the next episode, which I believe is 48. Get off my lawn.